You have a message, master.
Coming for your daughter, Chuck. Whoa. Uh, we, Antifa, come for your daughters. But, but, but remember what the, the, uh, the monitor said, Antifa's an idea, not a real thing. Also, on top of it, the make Antifa go away, say, Trump, 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 oh no! And they disappear. Dude, it was like a fucking pretty match. Oh, I know, so did I. It was like, it was, it was the shit show on all my, it was the greatest shit show on earth. <laughs> it was, it was, it was a, it had comedy, are we actually on? Oh, alright. Let's talk about the great pay-per-view that happened on Tuesday. Uh, uh, the Dark? first... The wait, first... Wait, wait, hold, on, wait, hold on, you mean AEW Dark? Oh, what is that? I do. Ooh. <laughs> You're like, ooh. Yeah, get, yeah, get Cody on YouTube ads. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're talking about the real main event. The first presidential debate. Oh my god, it was, to me it was hilarious. Cause In one it? corner, you got... Sleepy Joe Biden. Sleepy Joe. Whose bar was so low that that he needed to just be alive. And he be, he, and he won. He just needed to just be awake for at least an hour. And he's okay. <laughs> and the other corner, the reigning, defending... President of the United States of America. Donald Trump and the special referee, where his fucking name was. Fox News guy who literally was like a WWE referee. No, he, he was the special referee. Special was guy in referee who didn't know what the fuck he was doing. No, no he was in canoots with the heel, wrestle, uh, heel um, a wrestler, um, Biden. Was, you know what I noticed? What's I think they have somebody from CNN down there. Don't they usually have Don Levin? Or, no, did, they, or did they say no? No, CNN's going to do uh, the, the vice president debate. Oof. Oh, boy. <laughs> Most of the vice president debates are not that, that intense. Well, you know Pence, dude. P- Pence is, is literally, you know, very, like, you know, mellow. Yeah, but you know how Kamala Harris when I already feel like, I feel like Pence is gonna bring up real shit and Kamala Harris is just gonna get angry. It's literally gonna be role, role reversal. And that's, that, that's how Pence won the second debate and, and he gave the, um, during, uh, the 2016 election. Uh, with, uh, I think, uh, Pence versus, uh, where was his name? Kate, um, Cain? Yeah, McCain. Not McCain, but, uh, oh. Hillary's, uh, VP. Uh, I think he was Cain. Who's or... a jobber? Yeah, a jobber. Yeah. But, the debate, dude. What was your takeaway? What was your takeaway from the debate? Uh, where the president literally wasn't... Actually, he still made it out. It, it was the only, bloody. The only, the only takeaway I found was when he didn't denounce the KK... He didn't denounce the white supremacist group. That was my only downfall. He didn't be like, he didn't be like you know what? He's like, you know what? I denounced him from... I denounced him. That's all he had to say. That was my only takeaway. I'm like, he just did, he did that today. I know, but he did it today, but the main question was everybody, how come he didn't say it yesterday? Well, I, 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 I low-key can understand why he didn't say it yesterday because maybe it was what, from what I'm saying and nobody else is saying, it was probably heat of the moment where he couldn't think straight. He was, you know, he was on, he was on, you know, shoot mode. So, you know, when you, when you're on shoot mode, like Booker T, Hulk Hogan, we coming for you. And also the thing is that, like, actually look up, like, the group, 
They're not completely uh, white, super- white supremes, if you catch my drift. Yeah. They're all, all the members are black, brown, Asian, and gay. So, that, that, it's literally, the reason that came out because, alrighty, here, here's the shoot brother. After the debate, Telemundo's viewers, you know, everyone that watches Telemundo speaks Spanish, right? Well, yeah, dude, you're one of them. They gave the president a 68 over Biden's 34. <laughs> who won the debate. They gave Trump the win. And they like how uh, the president did it last night. If you watch the fo- a photo of the, of the and the Jarrett in their eyes, like, fuck. They're like, shit, what the hell happened? It was complete, uh, like, like I said, that that was chaos. Even Matt Hardy the said that. Even Matt Hardy said it best. Like, weird. How did this turn into a... How did this... He literally said, how did this turn from a debate to to promo school one-on-one? I'm like, exactly. Yeah, it, 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 during this debate, you, you heard... You had the, yeah, the, the competitor, that's Joe Biden, and, yeah. uh, and the, you had the reigning champion. How the hell you made the reigning champion, the person that the media doesn't like, the underdog? Yeah. How do the how do you fuck up so badly to the point that you make the president look like the while the other guy looks like you know like the, the fix was in, and he still made out come out like a rose. See, see, that was my you thing. Know? Like when Biden hit the table, you know what, dude, you need to shut up and like and like I'll think ahead, like okay, dude, he did uh, that. And you want to know what? And you want to know what? Come the go. And he gave Trump to go. He was like, alright, that's it. Like a pit, like a bull, like a pit bull. Yeah. Just like, right in the juggler and not like, not letting go. And, and, and the thing is that when you're trying to make the president, he's not debating like, you know, traditional debate. He's doing his own way, his own style, like, you know, in wrestling. Yeah, no one has the same style. But when there. someone makes their own style, it's not like, you know, you know, established. Of course people are like, what the fuck is this? It's like, uh, who has a very unique wrestling style currently? Unique? Yeah, like, like a very unique wrestling style. Or in the past, for, for my wrestling analogy to work. Wait, what'd you say? Uh, who, what, what current wrestler or, or wrestlers from the past had a very unique wrestling style? That they cough, like, people they ever, they fought, like, let's say. Walter? Yeah, Walter, Walter has a very unique wrestling style, alright. Yep, Walter and Joe Biden's like you know, a regular Joe WWE trainee, you know. And of course, they'd be like, "What the fuck? I can't hit you." We hit him back. Of course, he's gonna, you know, slap him. <laughs> exactly, just like how you cough. <laughs> Dude, this is weather, man. Like I said, this weather's fucking me up so bad. I've well, been well, t- technically, we're in Spooky Month. Spooky Month. Yeah, I know, but like I said, yeah, this weather's been fucking me up, dude. I'm, psoriasis is literally spreading all over my body, and now fucking I'm coughing. That heat, oh, that, we never get, we get the flu shot. I did, get the flu, I did get the flu shot on Monday. As a, uh, you're getting the symptoms, brother. Just, just tell me you got the flu shot, and it's not the COVID. <clears throat> yeah. But anyways, the debate was pretty hot. It was bangers. And even if you were like the media say, that, if Joe Biden technically won in quotes, 
one is people in this party and his in his campaign tell him not to debate again at all. It's very suspicious. Am I right, Andrew? Let's say the Dodgers are, are in the finals, right? <clears throat> Which they are. And they play one game, and they they quote unquote won, and they're not gonna play the series. They say um, one game. That's it. Do you know how bad that's gonna look at people or just like normal people? If let's say the Dodgers say we play one game, that's it. We're not gonna play the whole series. Uh, like I said, it would be bad. Like I said, if Biden's campaign say, "Oh, you shouldn't go up there again," you know that that's kind of in this. What was it in that game Among Us? That's kind of sus. Very sus. It is very sus. Exactly. Sad. If it's, if, uh, the vice president doesn't, um, debate, uh, uh, the, um, uh, the president, even the, the third and last debate, if he doesn't show up, that's it. No one's gonna fucking, um, go to vote for Biden because, okay, we wanna see, uh, the president and the vice president, you know, the moderator, like one on one. You know, like, yeah, exactly. And then, too, the part, I think, my other favorite takeaway from the debate... Yeah. ...is when the moderator was like, Trump, everybody show up to your rally with no mask on, and Biden's like, oh, yeah, that's dangerous, and I love how Trump had that clap back, saying, oh, yeah, these people go to mine. <laughs> Nobody goes to yours. Well, of course. Have you seen his rallies? I mean, the president's rallies? Yeah, especially the ones... It's like watching a, a you know... <clears throat> I want to say only uh, it, it, when uh, only had you know fans watching the show compared yeah, to like compared to Biden, which was like a raw taping. No, like like say like some really like you know in the oh you mean ZZW? Uh, yeah, like a ZZW type. <laughs> that you literally had to pay uh, people like oh we give you a sandwich or a soda if you come to watch the show. It was yeah, good. Okay. And, and, you know, the so-called Biden winning knows that if candidates uh, inter- interrupt each other, they're going to mute the mic. Yeah, I heard that, that they're going to cut the mic off. And I'm like, well, I'm thinking, well, you're going to have fun doing that with Trump. Cause and what? And you want to know what's funny? When you cut off Trump, uh, Trump's mic, that's just going to have him win more because people are going to be like, hey, what are you saying? <laughs> And you know, Trump, oh, he just oh, gonna, oh, know, Trump, he, Trump, Trump, if I get Trump pulls out an Austin, he has his own mic. Oh shit. He just carries one in his back pocket. He's like, what? <laughs> what? And, and, why? I know a lot of people say, really? Like, a lot of Hispanic people are like Trump's first, um, debate? Well, yeah, because, people who are Hispanic like the alpha. Very much, it's very the culture is very machismo, right? Right. And how the president came out during the the, the debate, he came out like let's say like a fucking he came out like macho man, like oh yeah, brother, like cream of the crop. I was gonna say Hogan, but okay. He came out like like uh, some local jobbers from Jobberville, Kentucky, whatever. You know, he came out like you know like demanding was okay. Respect me. While the conversation is like, Mr. President, please don't rape me in front of the TV. <laughs> He's like, I will still rape you. <laughs> no, no. I will give you potatoes and you will like it. Go do the business, kid. <laughs> I've been here for 40 years. And you're barely going to the big time. <laughs> big time, brother. 
And and then I was like, oh, the prison was a bully. And and people are like asking yourself, like, but what if the prison was so mean? Do you want a soft, uh, soft guy talking, uh, talking to the military or talking to other world leaders that are not good guys, be very soft spoken, or you want a fucking pit bull? If you're giving the option, you rather have the pit bull, uh, going after, uh, the bad guys or some, uh, some chihuahua bark no bite. If you're giving the option, Andrew. What? Would you rather pit bull or a little chihuahua that barks and no bites? Dude, I have two pit bulls. What does that tell you? There we go. I think apparently um, tomorrow is the vice president debate or next week? It's next Tuesday. I don't know. It's Tuesday. Oh, next week's Tuesday? Yes. Oh, it's going to be a banger. You know why? Mostly during the vice president debate, it's uh, their, you know, uh, policies. You know, like, oh, what does the president do? How is your administration going to work, right? And noticing how the first Kamala's going to be like, oh, I got to be, I got I, I to go all guns blazing because Biden fucked it up. <laughs> but she's going to try to do it, but it's going to fuck it up. And while, while my friends are like, uh, like, you know, talking very calmly, here's my policy. Your policy is you just don't like the president. That doesn't really help nobody. It's going to be It'll be like, like, oh fuck! It'll be like another oh fuck moment, like, oh come out here, sucks in the meeting. Oh, it's gonna be great. But the wrestling means about the debate was hilarious. <laughs> I know everybody keeps on saying memes. Like that one meme was like that was was that freaking oh yeah, these people go to my go to my rallies. <laughs> yes, it's it's it was literally. Um, well, Joe Biden was um, shooting pop guns. Uh, the president came out with the BFG with the uh, fucking um, with the Doom 2016 soundtrack playing in the background. Even though like, you don't like the president, you know, each to their own, right? Yeah. You gotta right. say that debate was the the, the the bee's knees. That'll be there'll be no um, um, debate topping that, and also. That, uh, that showing was the most deep, um, um, debate in TV history. Yeah. Both in local and cable TV. Yeah, they said that the, that the first one was Hillary and Trump. Yeah, it was by, um, 60 million. And this yeah. one did about, uh, um, 20 or, or 30, 30 million. Yeah, I think 35 million, but that, but that's just, that's just them talking out of their ass. So they haven't got the full Nielsen ratings yet. And also, a lot of people are watching, you know, via, you know, the YouTubes, right? Via streams. Like, even now, like, you know, with the dust clear, everyone's saying that it, it was a, a, a full-blown, uh, you know, a Tom Moxley match. With the rest of the references, Dazinga. It was like a John Moxley match. And, you know, the president came out smiling like a rose and Joe Biden came out looking like a feeble old man. Doesn't make you look Energize at all, and that's bad. That's no good. That's no good. And even now, when the president had a rally, oh, he's in good mood, you know, you know, he, he like, you know, like, oh, with the, with this pip, you know, ready, like, you know, like, oh yeah, brother, watch me flex, brother. And and it could, and now Joe Biden's actually um, 
um, campaigning now. He has a he has a train, <laughs> and, and currently his his camp his uh, rally lasted like twenty minutes. Uh, Joe, while uh, while the president is fifty minutes because he's you know flying from D.C. to whatever state he's gonna have this rally, so it's understandable, right? It's gonna take a little bit longer, but. When you're the quote-unquote winner in that uh, debate yesterday, and your in your rallies like this, it's like what, 30 people now, and, and you only have like 20 minutes. Does it screams? He doesn't scream winner, right? It screams very desperate. Oh, oh, that was good. It was good. Besides like the debate, anything else happened? I don't know. Did it? Did anything happen? Or that, or that we have a new, uh, a, a new female Supreme Court judge. Oh, that, uh, that apparently from the only thing I read about it was that apparently Trump was already sworn her in, and now the now Pelosi is like, nope. So Pelosi apparently put a halt to it, while the other old, while the other old guy, the one who looks cheeks look saggy. Oh, you you meet uh, Midnight Mitch McConnell. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Coke, uh, Mr. Cocaine Mitch McConnell. Yep. Uh, he has the coolest nicknames. Yeah, well, what about Mitch, Mitch McConnell? Uh, apparently, yeah, apparently he's on Trump's side. He's like, you know what, hey, that, they you know it's like, hey, that, you know, all these props are coming in, like Prop 22, Prop 23 and all that, you know, and we, we need a ninth judge. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, whether or not it says so in the Constitution that we have to wait till the next election. And Pelosi's like, no, we have to follow the Constitution. We gotta listen to the rules. You're breaking the rules. And that's mostly it. That's mostly what I heard about the judge so far. Apparently she is a Catholic woman. Yeah. Who is a mother. Seven kids and two of them adopted. Yes. And that's okay, uh... And apparently they don't like her religions of choice, and yeah, because she's Catholic. And also, she has uh, two black kids. Ooh. And also, that's since, the thing. Pelosi is also Catholic. Since, since when having two adopted black kids is a bad thing? That's very. That's very. Uh, like the word you said, it's very sus. Oof. Hold on. What? Hold on. What'd you say, buddy? Oh, oh. Are, are, are you having an N-word moment, Andrew? No, I'm on GTA. That's why I said. Oh. Yeah, some guy crashed into me and he was like, he was like, oh look, roadkill. And I was like, what'd you say? What'd you say? Roadkill. So I started, so anyways, I just started blasting. Oh, since we're talking about N-word moments. Hey. Have you heard about what, what Adult Swim has done? Uh, Eric Andre season two? No, they're censoring, um, Aqua Teen and Boondocks episodes. Why? Due to racial sensitivities. Oh, and there's two episodes they censored. The, Which one? For, uh, for Aqua Team Hunger Force, they censored the episode when, uh, when, uh, um, Sh- uh, Sh- uh, um, uh, Master Shake. Yeah. I uh, was bitten by a radioactive black person and he's becoming a black person. Okay, that one makes sense. That's understandable. And Boondocks? Boondocks and the Boondocks episode. And the Boondocks episode, it's, uh, uh, when, uh, Uncle Ruckus makes a song with Johnny Rebel. Johnny Rebel? I don't remember seeing that one. It's when, uh, Uncle Ruckus, uh, uh, wants to, uh, sing a song or write a song with his favorite, uh, musician, Johnny Rebel. But, uh, but Johnny, Johnny Rebel's, uh, record album, uh, like, the people that he makes his album with, 
racist um, studios doesn't want um, Johnny Rowe of Ryan Slot do a collab with a black person. Well, you know, Uncle Ruckus, you know, yeah, think he's white. But at the end of the episode, uh, both of them made a song about uh, shitting on, on, on immigrants. <laughs> Those two episodes got uh, uh, Dead on Arrival, if you catch my drift. Damn. I can understand, adult, I can understand, but dude, Boondogs was actually made by black people. They're not the right kind of black people. Yeah. You know what, if you, you, catch know my drift. you know what it is? It's just Warner Brothers and Viacom being scared. Speaking of, speaking of Viacom. Andrew, do you catch my drift? You mean, they're not the right kind of book. Yeah, I get you. It could have been worse. They could have censored the episode with Martin Luther King. <laughs> Like, when Martin Luther King regretted his whole march to Washington and he thinks of current um, black people are a bunch of N-words. ninjas. And also, yes. uh, the one about having an N-word moment. Remember that one? Oh yeah, when you throw a, a, a chair. Oh my god, somebody's throwing a chair! Oh, now a man! Now a man! <laughs> I say, wasn't it, uh, I say, didn't it have something to do with Popeye shutting down because he ran out of chicken? Yeah, it was because Popeye's... No, no it, was a, it was an episode when, uh, when, Grandpa, when Grandpa had a fight on the blind the blind old man. Oh, yeah. What'd you say? Oh, I love that trilogy. That trilogy was awesome. Especially the third one where they had it on Halloween and the ghost just started possessing everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Uh, 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 Sheen stuff in the leg. Disney fight over 30,000 people. Oh yeah. Yeah, they did. Not just, you know, your, your, the, the, the part-timers, but anybody from the people who do characters, uh, uh, ride mechanics, everybody. Not just, not just, uh, in California, also in Orlando got fucking can. I don't, I don't know if any of our viewers work in Disney and they got fired. I'm sorry if you got fired, Blitz. Well, yeah, it's just... I was going to say, uh, your best bet is unemployment, bro. Cause I don't think Disney is going to open anytime soon. We're in Orlando, they're open, but but it's not very, you know, let's say a uh, very uh, kosher, if you catch my drift. You know the whole thing, yeah, you got to clean each table, each ride, Yeah. you know? Yeah. Universal does that in, I think, in Orlando. Yeah, Orlando actually takes precautions. And that's in Universal Studios. But in Disneyland, Orlando, they don't do that. Ooh. You know, you got, you got people, you know, uh, not wearing masks, you know, grabbing their boogers and just flinging them on the floor. Yep. People are not washing their hands. Oof. And that sucks, you know. It does. You got these yeah. character actors. I say, yeah, imagine, you know, imagine that was like your dream job working for Disneyland just for you to get shit canned. Yeah, you're in a character, the, what's the popular Disney character right now? It would be, um, uh, wasn't it that chick from, uh, Frozen? Elsa? Elsa? Imagine you being a, like an Elsa character actor. And you, and you're the one that, uh, Got got picked over by three hundred other women. Uh, yeah. it, it, it got the, and the COVID happened, and and after they said, "Hey, here's your pink slip. Uh, your chick's gonna come via the mail." Imagine that, Andrew. Yeah, 
And not just that, imagine you used to, you left, at, you know, you live in some other state and you move all the way to California, right? To do that dream job, right? Yep. And you got fucking fired. Yep, you got fucking fired from your dream job. You said that fucking sucks. Uh, your best bet, people, if, your best bet is to get unemployment. That is your best bet right now. Yeah, get unemployment or if, if they're hiring, let's say, um, if you don't want to move out of California because God is expensive here nowadays. Yeah, it is. Thanks, Newsom. Fuck it, Newsom. Fuck you, Newsom. Fuck you, Garcetti, too. I spit at your face. I shit in your, I shit in your coffee. I go, <laughs> I give you a Cleveland steamer in your coffee. You're <laughs> jabroni. <laughs> If you want to, you know, still work in the quote-unquote entertainment business, try Universal Studios or, or not Sperry Farm. Or Six Flags if you have, if you, if you live farther out there. Oi. Yeah. Hey, buddy, this is a rental. How dare you crush it to me. Hey, man, this is a rental, eh? And to find rental, I mean I stole it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You're like, fuck you now. Imagine uh, renting a car if you're a professional wrestler. Oof. You know, most of them do that. <laughs> I know. Like, imagine just wrecking it. Imagine telling, uh, imagine telling the fucking uh, a rental place what happened to the car. Ooh. It was a big bump. Very big bump. Alright, Andrew. Let's ready to talk about the wrestling news. Are you ready? Oh, I was going to say, um, did they ever release the recorded footage from um, Brianna Taylor incident? Uh, they, uh, they're, about, they're about to, but uh, they're going to um, uh, uh, redact the, the, the stuff that uh, the jury saw, or not the, or any questions that the jury asked. Not Wait, juries don't ask questions like, you know, they're going to censor the, the jurors' names. So they're, they're going to... Um, release all the stuff that happened. Is that this week or next week or around this around this month they're going to release this stuff. You going to hit the bell, Andrew? Oh, yeah. Alrighty. Let's talk about Friday nights. Whatever song with that AC, uh, ACDC sings for them. Ooh. And uh, for the, the, uh, yeah, the Friday night uh, theme song. Are you ready for a good time? Yeah, Okay, hold on, let me... Hit that bell. I'm going. Don't rush me. Don't rush me. Fucking rain. They're so good. Man, the style apple does not deserve to be this good. Caffeine, increase um, cognitive, reduce fatigue, a lot of vitamins, electrolytes. Oh, oh, it's my stuff. Okay, you can hear me, Andrew? All right, hold on, one more time. Our wrestling ghost is boo. Stop. 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 Remember, this, remember, it's seven minutes. 
Remember, we'll be on oh. October first. We'll be officially in spooky season, so I'm getting all. I'm getting the spooky soundboard ready. Uh oh, spookies! Oh yeah, we're not trick or treating, so it's how it's gonna be spooky month, and you can't get no candies. I'll get candy. I'll buy some candy. Damn it! You wanna know why? My, my grandma even said, like, you know what? Hey, like, you know what? Hey, I'm gonna have a bowl, a small, a medium bowl of candy. If some kids wanna come in trick or treating, hey, I'll give them some candy. I just told him, like, just wear a mask. This is when you give out candy. Or blubs, if 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 he or, or your grandpa have glibs. Yeah. Or you just give them little mini bottles of hand sanitizers. Shit, <laughs> yeah, I think their parents might take it. <laughs> Alrighty. Or you just going to be a taller, Billy. Alrighty. Monday Night Raw. Wait, Friday Night Raw. Friday Night Raw? Oh, my bad. A SmackDown. Uh, Sals and Hardy and Zane kicked off the show with a debate about, about who's gonna be the, the, the undisputed international champion. With, with Corey, with Corey interviewing them. You know, leading up so on Sunday. And the whole segment was good, and, and it was hype. And it, it all it died out because some homeless man named Sammy Zane threw a ladder on both on both styles of Hardy. And after you know storming off, our new member, of authority figure, Mister Pierce, came out and announced that that. Zing and Styles it's going to be a triple threat and it's going to happen right now. And between um, Hardy and Zing. Andrew. What do you thought about the match between Styles, Zing, Hardy? On SmackDown or Classic Champions? SmackDown. I didn't watch SmackDown. Oh, we did? How's that work? Oh, yeah. And the match was pretty fun. The whole match was pretty fun. And it was like, you know, like, something out of a, you know, the 2K games. Everyone do their spots, everyone's doing, uh, their moves. But did they get a 5 star rating? No, it did not. It, it basically got a 4.5. And, and, and the match ended with Sammy winning. The homeless man. Looking strong after the match, climbing up the ladder, and Styles climbing up the ladder, being the little shit. Can't see that. Who's gonna win the ladder match? Is it gonna be Zane? Is it gonna be Styles? Is it gonna be Jeff? Who knows? <laughs> you have to tune in Sunday to find out. Exactly. After that, we have Otis, Miss, and Morrison having their segment about legal stuff. Which is pretty, it was pretty pointless. And there's no, um, lead up at all. No, there isn't. No lead up, no, no rhyme or reason. I, I think there's another, uh, Vince McMahon's pin. I forgot about it. Well, think about it, man. He was like the whole selling point of this angle. And then oh, they yeah. just switched it to Money in the Bank. And then they just swept it under the rug. <laughs> yep. Thanks a lot, Miss. 
whoever whoever's booking idea was it, I'm blaming you because now the story makes no sense. It's the good shit. Why, Vince? I'm blaming Adam Pierce. You let it happen. <laughs> after after that point in our segment, we have AI comes out and cuts a, a very fantastic promo on Sasha and Nikki. And surprisingly, Nikki was on Friday. Hmm. Suspicious. Yep. Very suspicious. Don't worry. We will come to it. After that, we had Nakamura defeating um, Metalik in a match. That only got four minutes. So, but that's the thing. So, is, Grant, so is Lucha House burning, like, slowly disbanding? No, it's it's moving. The Lucha Kalisa turning heel. Uh, no, there's no there's no unity no more. I guess so. Yeah. And, and the match was pretty good. Sally for Nakamura Cesaro. The people stuck in the mid carders. Mid And kind of people think that Matalik should go to NXT and get a run. Who knows? Well, Lobby. Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. I see title, but after that four minute match, we have Jay coming out. Want to do a face face with with cousin Rule cousin Oops. But he must say that Reigns with non Jays. After that segment, we got Corbin, Team Riddle. Yeah, my Riddle came back. Hooray! And he lost. Ah, oh, fuck. But why? Why? To, to, and also the whole, the whole segment of the, of pay, no, their match, it wasn't payback or, or whatever people they had. That was a huge blow-off. And now they're continuing the, the match? Why? Why continue their food? Why? Why? Fans don't know shit. I know everything. Exactly. And, and we're coming, or, and there we come to the, to the, the main cream of the crop of, of Friday night. Alexa Blitz took on Lacey Evans in a match. It wasn't, it wasn't, the, the whole match wasn't as special or intense. Except for the end. Right in the meeting, hear the fiends laugh. Out of nowhere. And, and, and when the lights are doing the whole, all that spooky month stuff, you see a this, this, by the cuckoos. And begin to just, Slobbering and attacking, uh, Lacey. Because apparently the referee still believes that the five count is on the ropes. AKA the referee doing his job? Yeah. And, and Alexa Bliss, you know, like, you like, smack like a wild animal. I don't know if people, uh, hurt or snarling and, and doing the, and doing the, the noises sounds cringe. Who to the young, right? And you see Alexa's hair just, you know, all messed up. She, her hair's darker in her eyes. But after the whole thing, 
Roman Reigns just, you know, doing Roman Reigns thing, right? And you, you see her just like, just like, burn her eyes in Roman's back, like, just staring at the title as, as, as a theme before he even starts talking. And she just buzzed off. And we know, and no one asked what happened to Alexa. And she just went, shh, away. After that, we have Jay and Roman's t- talk. And pretty much the whole segment was like Ring saying that Jay's the good tag team wrestler in the world, not make, not made of a material. That apparently Ring used to win for the family. And Ring walks away. And Jay cuts a, pro- a, a very, very, very baby face promo about him wanting to be given the chance to feed his fan. Feed the family. Be, and apparently Roman Reigns doesn't like um, family members sticking their uh, above the pay grade. After that, uh, Jay Stevenson hits hits you know him you know hyping up for the match for Sunday. And I don't know what Roman Reigns just Superman punch his own cousin in the face and screaming at screaming at Jay that he would never be the the chief of the island. Feathers Indians. <laughs> Overall, the go home show on Sunday, on Sunday, Friday, and had good story, storytelling, with better matches, of the past few weeks, you know, with Alexa Bliss, slowly, but surely turning stuff to the female theme, or, where it's gonna be, the, the Reigns and Jay storyline, and also, you cared on, AJ and Hart, Hardy and Zayn match. Pretty good. But the only uh, negative thing was probably the Otis and the Miz storyline. Makes no sense. Why ever put that? Hmm. And then Sunday happened. Before the pay-per-view started. Before that pay-per-view started, two matches were cancelled. Not culture cancelled, but cancelled card. Because as rumors something that uh, Shayna Baszler, Nikki, Nikki Jacks, and Nikki Cross got the COVID. Um, right now in the performance center, there's an outbreak of COVID. That's, that's why we haven't seen, uh, uh, Nikki Cross's husband on TV recently. Yeah, Big Dane. So he might got the sick, the sickness. Because of that, uh, the tattoo match was canceled. Uh, Nikki Cross's, um, uh, fourth chance to win on the championship belt. So, and the whole, oh, Bayesian discussed what happened. Yeah, we did, because apparently COVID doesn't exist in WWE. And before that, fucking shit, still, shit, some. United Champions, or Class of Champions, Gold Rush, kicks off with a unique triple threat uh, ladder match. Where style, where Sammy, the homeless man, one using his IQ brain, you know, handcuffing both, um, Hardy and Styles. And the whole match was 30 minutes. 30 minutes of everyone, you know, doing their spots, doing OMG moments, you know, all the works. If you're like, you know, if you're the manager of like, you know, one of the 2K games, and you're making your pay-per-view, this is the kind of match you would book. 
a 30-minute slobber knocker is Sami Zayn. I don't know why you give him the belt back. Are you going to... I don't know why. Are you going to give it to him? Is there going to be a competitor? Is going to be someone that's going to challenge for the belt? Because I found Sami Zayn annoying as a wrestler. <laughs> yeah, it's... And people say, oh, Sammy's name made the, the match. No, it was pretty much AJ and Hulk. Hanging's just there. The only thing he needed to do is not fucked up. And, well, surprise, surprise, he didn't. <laughs> pretty much, if I was John, if I was Mr. Meltzer, I gave that match a four out of five. <laughs> After that, we have a, a women's match. The only women's match. This is fucking all eat. <laughs> we have Asuka versus Selena. A very, very extreme fast match. Nowhere as good. Very fast. You know, submission move. Selena, Japanese respecting her. And Selena Vega showing that she's still here. Attack Asuka and Asuka. You know, popped up saying, oh, you disrespect me in Japanese. Very fast. After that, we have Bobby Lashley defending against Paulo Cruz. Also another mediocre match. And it was a very, like, obvious match because we already saw it on regular TV. So, doesn't make the match any special. Not even worth it. Then, yeah, the Street, the street Profits defending against Garza and Adrian. And the whole match was okay. A sudden injury that caused uh, 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 Gaza to to change the ending because apparently uh, Gaza uh, uh, let up badly on the sip or something happened to his sip. I I don't know. It was it a sip or his leg injury? Uh, yeah, I was like. Uh, looks like he, uh, looks like uh, something popped. So he, he's like, oh fuck it, I can't move my leg. So, if it was his trip, you know, the, I hope the best for Garza, you know, he's very talented, very good. He could be the next Eddie Guerrero, if done correctly. Yeah. But, you know, I'm, I'm for a speed recovery, I hope he returns safe. I hope he doesn't lose, uh, any, uh, you know, momentum, if this was man. Decides to pull the trigger and make ours the next best thing. But knowing see Vince McMahon, that's not gonna happen. And after that, um, you know, the street and, you know, because, you know, of the current injury. Then Bailey came out and decided to just do an open challenge because Nikki Cross is not here. So she opened challenge and guess who answered the call, Andrew? Oscar. Ask a challenge the match over a minute and barely got herself DQ. <laughs> Which probably would have been the finish of Nikki Cross's match if you think about it. Oh yeah. After the match, Sasha Banks came out of nowhere still not selling the injury. Fuck! He couldn't have just couldn't got uh, possessed Alexa Bliss to just uh, wait on um, Bailey. Hmm. It wouldn't make sense, right? What? That you know, possessed Alexa Bliss just grabs one of the tools and tries to gouge um, Bailey's eye out. Yeah. 
That'd be cool. Because apparently he's pretty cool with gouging eyes, right? Imagine what that is. Let's, you know, so when her clothes Friday and she just, you know, looks more disheveled. Cool. I don't, I don't know if you were like, why are you pushing the, the whole Alexa Bliss thing? Because, you know. And it's been waiting on this for years. Because a lot of people thought, oh, WWE should hire, um, um, uh, Rick, uh, Swan's wife or, or, what's that other girl from, um, from Impact? Um, what's her name? Rosemary. Rosemary to be the, the Alexa, uh, be the Sister Abigail or Spooky Wrestler. But you see, Alexa Bliss could do it. Am I expecting to see Alexa Bliss cover herself with runes and uh voodoo magic stuff? Maybe. Do I want to do, do face paint? Maybe. I like it. It could be a mask. Who knows? Do I want her to change her, her, her wrestling stuff? Maybe. Maybe. Do I want her to gouge someone's eye out? Maybe. For the shake self. Right, back to the point. We got to one of our final matches because, you know, it was pretty fast. After that, we have our second to last main event match. It was McIntyre versus Morton in the ambulance match. Where multiple times that Randy almost had the match, but out of nowhere, Paul's attack Randy Orton. Grandpa number one, Big Show attacked him and... You know, choke slams Randy Orton to the announcer table. Then out of nowhere, some Canadian guy beat up. Yeah, beat up um, uh, Randy in the in Catering. Uh, yeah. in Tyus O'Neill's restaurant. Think about the soups, the oatmeal's. And then you had multiple moments that Randy almost got the win, almost. Like, you know, be sickly, evil, Randy Orton, almost a freshman. Out of nowhere, a fucking cowboy grandpa, you know, uh, sweet chin musics, Randy Orton into the, the lights, and did the cross chop. Wait, is that Triple H? No, it was Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels. Who decided to pay tribute to Lion King. Yeah. Here's your push, Randy. Yeah. Yeet. And after that, you see, uh, uh, Shane, uh, McIntyre, uh, tweaking his knee because he fucking decided to shock, uh, and kick his whole body into the, the police store. And also, you can tell the whole ambulance match was to sell the toy of the WWE ambulance smashers, but also trying to copy all these, you know, um, uh, you know, the whole ambulance match was pretty much their answer to all these uh, street match that everyone liked. Oh, the parking lot brawl? Yeah. Even though WWE did multiple parking lot brawls in the past? But, you know, the all is pretty good. It was. Uh, yeah, that, that's why all, that's why WWE's like, oh fuck, we need, we need to hot shot this match. Very unnecessary, uh, Vince. Very unnecessary. You need the two good, two street matches with, um, Eddie and John Cena and John Cena with JBL. Both of them were good. I think we both agree, right, Andrew? Right. Very good. You know, you know, the good guy wins, you know, McIntyre wins. And who's driving the ambulance? Woo! I never knew he got a license to drive a truck. 
And after that, we got the main eventer. Randy Orton vs. Jey Uso. And I don't know, we saw Jimmy. We saw Jimmy Jimmy. Jimmy Jimmy came out of nowhere. And he's seeing his butt against ass kicked by his cousin. Very violently. Oh, and yeah. that was... I was going to say, low-key, I did see that one in the Randy Orton match. And dude, yeah. even my dad was like, fuck. My dad liked it low-key. And my dad hasn't been liking WWE product in a cool minute. So he liked that. Yeah. So I was like, alright. That means SmackDown's doing something right. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good, you know. It wasn't like a match that we were normally get. You know, but the, the, whole, the whole the whole main event match was just pure story storytelling, no wrestling. I know that's something that Meltzer likes, but doesn't like. No, he likes. There's all these. Like you said, he likes it when. I know Meltzer likes both, but one thing and there's no wrestling. That's your problem. And you know, Jimmy threw the towel and did the whole. Oh, uh, you the chief, you the chief, who's Chief now. Like, right, and, uh, you're, you're the and for me, for that, gave it five stars for storytelling, but wrestling, not really good wrestling. And, uh, Roman's willing to, you know, cut family members if it means to be champion, this illusion to be. I don't know if they're gonna put a tree and give Big E the, you know, the, the Black Panther and, um, where are the, the bad guy from? From the movie Killmonger, Kill, Killmonger storyline with Biggie, now Biggie being the Black Panther and Roman being uh, where his name was again. That would be pretty cool, right? Or well, what what on um, Biggie face are still in SmackDown? Not uh, much. Just pretty much. Well, yeah, you said you have Biggie. Who else you got? You can technically have Bray Wyatt because he ain't doing shit right now. Uh, pretty much with uh, the whole Alexa Bliss thing. Well, that's it's that it's kind of hinted that we might get another Fiend uh, Roman match in Hell in the Cell. Oh, what? Oh, shit, I better run. Hey, we'll get home. Pretty much, for Samantha, I give it an 8 out of 10. The preview is 7. And ready for for, for for Raw? Yeah. Raw kicks off with cutting a baby a baby face promo with all the guys that helped them out in in the match. You know, thanking them and all that stuff. And I didn't know these guys will help him. Even, yeah. even though it looked, he looked like that they did, that he did. <laughs> Yeah, but out of nowhere, the ghost of Randy Keith Orton appear on the TV and somehow okay, not selling the injury. You know? Yeah, fuck Kayfair, all right, Andrew? Right. And out of nowhere, and Randy said, the match is not over yet. I feel it is never over. You think we saw hell yesterday? You only saw a piece of it. And Randy Orton just leaves. Nobody knows where Randy Orton went. Who knows? After that segment was done, next time issued an open challenge later at the night. And you'll be waiting. Whoever wants to be the man and beat him for the title belt. Two, calling in this title matches, baby. Title matches. 
on free TV. Right. After that, we have a rematch from from last time. We have Alexa, not Alexa, Asuka versus Vega. Yeah. And it was pretty much a better match from last night. You know, Asuka did a submission, and Vega came out looking like a whimpering chihuahua. Showing Asuka that she's still dominant, still There's going to be another women child there for the title belt. For hell himself, who knows? After we saw a very contest of Diane, Diane Sien, you know, being a very dickish saying that his partner was pulling him down. Vega is nobody without him. That the whole reason that their their tag team worked because it was uh, only Sien's carrying all the weight. Everyone else was just just and Diane. Has anybody to show that that he's the man? And I like open challenge. I'll show you the wrestler that this company has. And guess who? Guess who answered the call? The challenge of, of Sienz. Who? Big Daddy Keith Lee. Oh yeah. And it was a squash match. It was a, it was a pretty. It was a very lengthy squash match. I know they're trying to make CNs like a, you know, like a hero character, but when you're, when you challenge like someone beyond his weight class and strength, oof. Doesn't help you right there. But it was a pretty good match with Keith Lee. Hope we see more matches with Keith Lee! And we fucking disqualifications! Can we have that WWE? Please? After that, we were back to the King's Court, where uh, Jerry King Lawler uh, was interviewed the Rey Mysterio family. Out of nowhere, we see she- uh, Seth Rollins ah! leaking the DMs between Murphy and Ray's little girl, and where the whole leaks came out. Lady started and his daughter just leaves again. After that, Murphy's like, what the fuck? You're looking like the end, bro. Not cool, bro. And I don't know where some fat kid attacks Murphy. He should be attacking uh, Seth Rollins, but hey, he's attacking Murphy. I don't know, because DMs are important. After that, we saw uh, returning superstars, Andrew. Two returning superstars. Are you excited? Brooke, Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose as a tag team, baby. I'll call them the Atomic Blondes. That's what they should be called. Uh, Lana and Natalia in a very poorly match. No one understands the trades. Weeks before the draft. Do you remember the draft? Oh, next week. Very poor match. Sad, sad that Mandy Rose is stuck in the tag team. Brooks and Rose deserve better. Lana's just there to be punished. And Italians is there to get paycheck. After that point, man, Alistair Black came with a new theme song, a new war, war gear, with a new, uh, contact lens for his, because he's a bad guy now. What do you think about Alistair's new theme song, Andrew? Uh, it's not like his last one. 
and yeah, like I said, it's not like not like the last match. And, and surprisingly, that match was pretty good. It's pretty entertaining. Out of all the wrestlers that they got, Kevin Owens and Cesaro should have stayed in WWE, and they should have fired um whatever the homeless man name is named. <laughs> he's literally a charity case. The definition of a charity case. Yeah, he is. Exactly. I, I like the back in NXT, but when he went on the main roster and they just made him like a jobber right away, I was like, okay, you could tell you could tell this fool ain't going nowhere. Yeah. If they if they book it right and have a babyface straight out say that uh, Sami Zayn is nothing but a charity case that WWE feels fair, that would be pretty cool. That Sami Zayn is just a, cha- a charity case. That'd be cool. And, and the ma- and guess what happened in that match? That, that fantastic match between Alistair and, and Kevin. Eighth, the, the, one of WWE's favorite style finishers. Are you ready for it? The victory roll-up. No, the second one. Uh, schoolboy. Disqualification, baby! Where, uh, uh, Alistair Black, you know, unknowing guts the referee with his elbow. And, you know, the referee, because apparently the referee was a little bit... You hit me! What? He's like, well, I did it! No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. You hit me! And, and the ref calls for the DQ. He's like, you know what? Screw you! <laughs> yeah, very typical rough finish. Um, Kevin Owens did, you know, his stunner and, and Alistair knowing, hinting that their match is gonna, their feet's gonna end in Hell and Cell. It's gonna be like Hell, Hell and Cell match. After that, we got the 24-hour 7-Eleven Championship match between Tazawa, who su- apparently survived a shark attack, yes. Drew Gulak, and r Did people ask for this match? No. No. It's a shame that Gulak stuck in the 24-hour 7-8-11 match belt. Very sad. Then after that, we have Mer- some fat kick named Mysterio. And on a very solid match... But I don't know, but why is Dominic getting the candlestick? It's just, it's a, you're walk, no, no gimmicks, right? And why is he getting his candlestick? What is this, ECW? But before, before Dominic starts, you know, getting, being another disqualifying, disqualifying match, Dominic's sister stops him. Let's ignore, let's ignore what happened last week. Where the, the mysterious just beat the little shit of Murphy with, with sticks. And, and after that, that, you know, I say no! Out of nowhere, uh, uh, Murphy did one of WWE's favorite moves. Which was? Andrew? The victory roll up. Victory roll up! Beep, 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 beep. After that, Murphy booked. <laughs> There's true Medusa, you're naive. And her sister slapped, slapped Dominic. After that match was over, we saw a lot of things of the Hurt Business being dicks to the WWE, uh, um, um, officials, you know, the guys who apparently write stuff, selling food, hazing the janitor, who's very tall and muscular. I said, Andrew, hmm. very muscular janitor. I don't need to be that buff and tall. And wearing a hood in the summer. Hmm. Who's like, very fishy. 
it's the top of my head. It's in my veins as well. Anyways, it all leads up with the return of Ali out of nowhere. Hackerman. Hackerman exists, Andrew, because we need a third man for this third business versus uh, Apollo story feud. Because Antifa is technically sick with the coof. And uh, some extra members of the totally not Antifa got sick with the coof. So all, all, all the, the lead members are, are in point in the 14 days of wait. Oh, And we know it's not how Dominic that's sick. That Dominic, uh, that Jacobic's not sick. You know why? Cause he's dropping the memes about like, uh, him being and calling. It is, it is pretty fun. I like it. I kind of like that Dr. Cohen's making sh- uh, making this shit sandwich, chicken sa- chicken salad. Hmm. You know, he's trying his best to keep this gimmick working. You know, bless his heart. What about sla- uh, slapjack? Slap nuts. Slap slapjack equals ready. <laughs> exactly. I don't know what Mace is doing. Slapjack. Literally, there's one. I think there's one. Like slapjack gets six stars instead of five. <laughs> Melter. Oh oh, wow. He's, he's, go- he's totally fucking with Mel. He's fucking with AEW's hands. You know because, because because the whole thing is WWE is just that shit. Uh, you know, the whole insider um group. Yeah. Okay, those guys have their own Twitch group called the Insiders. Get it? The Outsiders, yeah. Insiders. I guess this man is like, oh, how dare you? Fuck you. You're gonna be jobber father for the, for the, for the rest of your life. And I guess they're using their memes. Like, oh, we're, we're being knockoffs, but we're the, we're the best. Oh, sorry for that, a tangent. Ali gets to win! Being the herd business. Leading for an Ali push for the US title belt. About time to give Ali a title match! Last one he got was the cruiserweight belt. And that was way back. When the Cruiserweight mattered. And yeah, when the Cruiserweight division actually mattered. Now it's like... And also okay, we saw... Mm-hmm. Now it's like, okay, either you go to NXT or you go to NXT UK, which is... <laughs> after that, after the match was over, we see Antifa doing a V. Because it was just pretty much using audio clips because, you know, the mem- each member's at quarantine, hope for the best, I hope they're not sick, I hope nobody's sick. I hope it's just, you know, precautions, you know, you gotta, you got stop the curve, as the thing says. After that, you know, we saw like a whole vignette of, you know, the old, the old guys, you know, all the girls playing poker, blackjack, Texas hold up, who knows? Very suspicious, right? Hmm. Mm. It's like something's gonna happen, but nothing's happening. Mm. After that, we reached the, the main event. Where McIntyre awaits his competitor. Who's the answer to the company? It's the return of Bobber Rude. Andrew. Yes. Robert Rude came out from Canada. It was pretty much a girl. Impact style wrestling match. Very, like, very hard hitting. Not, not, not a flips and jumps. 
very, very grounded, very wrestling, wrestling. But also, you still see the WWE influence of, you know, Ziggy Proof just, trying to cause an interruption, you know, causing the, you know, distraction, but it never happened. Um, Max Trey gets the win, but out of nowhere, we saw the major twist. Are you ready for the twist, Andrew? Yes. Who was that muscular, tall janitor who was just there, being tall and muscular? Is it some, some, some guy? Some dude? Who is it? Hmm. But it was shown. It was, it was the sneaky AW history all along. And, and guess what Randy Orton did? What did he do? He put on some goggles. Some, some silent punk goggles. Do 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 do. Apparently they're infrared goggles. Or, yes. You turn off the lights and he starts wailing at, at the grandpas. I was expect blood. Yeah. Maybe he's gonna bite chain. Who knows? I, I expect too much from WWE, right? Yes, you do. <laughs> and the lights turn back on. You see all the grandpas beat the living shit. All the chips destroyed. People hanging brutals. And, and somehow sneaky Randy Orton just whoop! And he just pointed at the locker room and, and all the official rats and saved the grandpas. What do you think about that match? I find that the whole raw entertaining but extremely, extremely bad booking. Yeah, I was gonna say something. It was just bad booking across the board. Like, you know, there's some, like, you know, there's some bits and pieces that were redeemable, but otherwise not. Like I said, it was just bad booking all across the board. And the reason why that was bad booking is because all the main people that they have on there, they're sick. They got the COVID, so you can't really, you know, you're like, well, shit, you know, who, you know, who can we pull off the shelf, pretty much? You said they got Bobby Roode, that was a plus, but Dana Brooke, okay. But those are like the only two redeeming qualities. Like I said, we just gotta wait for the draft. At the same time, what about a superstar, superstar that has COVID, what about they get drafted? They can't do anything. Too right, Andrew. Too fucking right. All right, all right, Andrew. Ready for Wednesday night Cold War? Yes. Oh, by the way, um, you're gonna have to fill me in on the first hour of both events. Alrighty. Which one do you want to talk about first? Uh, which one started off hot? The one that started off hot is ironically, Holy wrestling. <laughs> ironically. <laughs> Yes, it started with the, the blood feed match between Darby Allen versus Ricky Starks. Okay. These, uh, ironically, these guys really got, got at it. These very hard-hitting match, very good, very exciting. A lot of spots, a lot of high-risky spots, but both of them, you know, cover each other's asses like, like legit professionals, no slop shops. You know, it showed that these guys will really hate each other. Very, very excited. Boom. Yeah, ironically, that match really popped the house. And the winner was Darby. After that match was over, both guys looked dead. Like, oh, fuck. Because, you know, it's Orlando, Open Air Arena. 
you do all these moves, and you're all sweaty and sticky, it smells, and Darby wants, you know this match is going to continue into the main pay-per-view for all eight. Probably a hardcore match. Anyways, after that, guess what? Your favorite came out. Who? Uh, uh, Eddie Kingston? No, not that jobber. Cody! Oh. Talking about his hiatus. Talking about how, how a Brody Lee took something that Cody built. How blah 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 blah. Blah 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 blah. Should I accept Brody Lee's, uh, challenge of a dog collar match? Apparently, telling the story of the dog collar match. How, how unique and special that match is. And after the whole song and dance of the whole segment, something that you don't like, Cody accept Brody Lee's dog collar match. Uh, next Wednesday for the title belt. After that, that acceptance speech, guess what happens? What happens? A slobber knocker between Brody Lee and Cody just beating the little shit at each other. And everyone trying to separate these guys. You know, like, you're stupid. Don't give them this week, next week. But out of nowhere, guess who came out? Who? Your favorite fa- female wrestler. Uh, uh, Nyla Rose? Brandy Rose! Brandy, Brandy Rhodes came and did a, a, a suicide dive while killing herself. Knocking all, all the, the, the male members of the, of the Dark Order, but out of nowhere, who attacked, uh, uh, Brandy? Who? The, the only woman in the Dark Order attacked her. And they both had a slobber knocker. You know, you had the women separating these two But guess who came out of nowhere and attacked some uh, very cute redhead? A man! A man yeah. attacked this cute little redhead. I don't know if the redhead was a man as well. Who knows? It's all elite. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, uh, Nia Rose. Oh, Nia Rose. Your favorite, your favorite female wrestler. Yeah, attack this woman. I don't know why, but attack this woman-man thing. Who knows? For no one explain why. It's just chaos, chaos. After that, we have Shivante, uh, doing a promo to, um, talking to the FTR guys. You know, saying about, you know, oh, who do you think's gonna challenge the championship? And you guys were, were all hip and holler for the best friends challenging you, and you decided, oh no. And, you know, FTR say, oh, these guys are just regular, Garbage wrestlers, they're not a professional tag team, blah, 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 blah. And out of nowhere, when, uh, when Shavante was talking about, uh, the Young Bucks, guess what happened? What? The Young Bucks just super kicked Shavante in the chest. Ooh, that's not fun. And apparently, uh, Matt Jackson said that he sent the money via PayPal to Tony Khan. So they pretty much just, pretty much saying that the Bucks have fuck you money. Yeah. yeah. And say that uh, the Bucks are gonna fight FTR sooner or later. Suspicious. After that, we saw Cowboy Adam Page drinking his, his whiskey in, in the title car when, when they introduced him. He, he was very unprepared. Drinking whiskey. I bet he was. 
Hey, apparently he was watching the, the tag team match between um, FTR and South Southern California Underground. It was a pretty decent tag team match. FTR still wins with the help of their manager, Tony Blanchard, retained the title belts and all. And out of nowhere, after the match was over, Tony Khan announced an eight-man tournament where the winner gets the title shot. Title shot for the only t- title belt. And guess who are the first three guys in the, in the, in the tournament? Are you ready? The Young Bucks. No, it's Jungle Boy, Ray Phoenix, Felix, and Kenny Omega as the top three guys entering the, t- the, the, the tournament for the world for a shot of the world championship. After hearing that noise, Damon had a page look shook and see Omega's uh, going um, solo, not going for a tag team run again. Like, like Heyman was very shook. I guess he's too, he was triggered. I guess so. Trigger, trigger, trigger. After that, we have the the Jer- um, Jericho versus uh, Isaiah Kaisley. That's his name? From the prior party. And, and the match was pretty good. There were some spots that was very risky, like when Isaiah uh, did a tornado DT or whatever he did. Mm-hmm. Off the, off the ropes. And he was very close to the ring edge, almost nicking himself. And you kind of see that, uh, big, a big, big cause try to save them, but, Doing that, he 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 got a cut in his nose right right on the bridge. Ooh. I, I guess because he's trying to rest, trying to save, but in process doing the save, he got a cut in the nose. It wasn't bad. It was like a like a little not a deep cut in the bridge of the nose. I kind of love that both uh, Matt and Jericho are giving uh Pie Party the. You know, like these guys, you know, are very talented. You know, try to uh, increase their value in the, the company. Very cool, right? Very cool. I like it. I think so. And you know, Jericho won. But after that, before that match was happening, we saw something very strange. Mm-hmm. We saw some guy from 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 Dark attacking Jericho. Who attacked? Who dare attack the, the demo god, Andrew? Who attacked him? Who dares touch a hair in Jericho? It was uh, Dr. Luther and his protege. Uh, where is protege's name? Because apparently these two are undefeated in dark. Yes. And Luther openly challenged his old-time rival, Jericho, for Wednesday for a bloody, bloody... Bloody tag team match for Wednesday because Dr. Luther and his protege are gonna make Jericho bleed on Wednesday. Promise for blood because apparently Mr. Luther and Jericho used to be in the same school and at the heart, the heart, heart dungeon. dungeon. And apparently Luther stayed and while Jericho um, dropped out. Yeah, Jericho did drop out. And Luther stayed. Well, I guess that doesn't mean I'm all crazy. That's what he calls a doctor. <laughs> and then, too, you know, Luther was... And then, too, when Jericho was in New Japan, 
he dipped when Luther stayed, and then it was pretty much like that. Like wherever Luther went, Jericho wound up dipping right afterwards. Yeah, and also that uh, Luther did a kind of pro, uh, you know, Instagram promo saying, "Oh, Jericho always, you know, escapes from me because he knows I'm better than him." Also more crazier because, like you said, remember he stood in ECW for longer than anybody. While Jericho got snatched up by Eric Bischoff in WCW. Yeah, yeah he, he's gonna promise, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna have his house of blood that Jericho denied him all these years. Yeah, that was very surprising that I don't know where some dark guy attacked, uh, man, a Cody buddy. How dare this man do this? Why? Why? After that, pretty much they, they, they did the whole Expensive, uh, you know, vignette for the Exalted One versus the American Nightmare in a dark color match. Very spooky, very purple and reds. I kind of like the color. I know you don't like both of these guys, but who else? Who? Uh, Brody Lee and Cody. I don't mind, it, I don't, like I said, I don't mind a few, but I'm getting tired of Cody buddies literally running the entire show. That, that's my issue. But they have a pretty cool um, promo art. Yeah, they actually do. Like when, so, Cody, like when Cody said no, and then he heard, and then I love how he paid attention to the crowd reaction when he when they started booing him. Yeah. And then he's like, you know what? Now I I accept. And then Brody Lee came out storming out there. I was like, oh okay. Like the storyline, like, storytelling wise, it's cool. But like it, but like I said, it you know they want to be like Cody said. Oh, we're you know we're better than our other company. We push our guys. I'm like, yeah. Your guys, your buddies, your buddies. Yep, yep, good. Your buddies. After the, after the uh, pretty good Jericho match, we got a vignette between uh, the Super Bad Boy and and the artist formerly known as Rusev planning the best bachelorette party ever. <laughs> and apparently, uh, the artist formerly known as Rusev was talking to Lana. Was he? Uh, it was implied. Because, uh, the oh, she, I was going to say, oh, she's going to get punished again. And I think these guys are in an arcade because, you know, the gamer, and guess who, guess who did a guest appearance in All Elite? The guy who supposedly is the world-class gamer. Yes. Uh, fuck, the guy that, um, regular show my friend of, I forgot his fucking name. He's top of my head. Let's just hmm. say he's the Donkey Kong, uh, reigning champion. Yeah, yeah, that's the guy. If you know, if you watch the the document, the documentary about the art, the guy who literally beat all the, who is literally the ultimate high scorer king, yeah, yeah, eighties and nineties. Apparently, apparently, there's a rumor saying that he cheated for some of those games, but they can't prove it. Who knows? Oh, only only diehard fucking nerds will pay attention to that shit. Oh, because apparently he gave out advice to uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Art Formula as Rusev, yes, about how to the sickest, uh, um, um, bachelor party. I think they're gonna do this whole 80s gimmick of, we're gonna do this crazy party, bro. There's gonna be surpassing hook. They're gonna be some crazy. classy, uh, classy strippers. The classiest. I guess they're gonna do their own version of the hangover. I think so. And also, hey, fucking, uh, fucking all elite, just dropping the big ones to get, uh, the, the King of Kong champion, uh, to do the guest promo. After the match was, after that, uh, vignette, we have another vignette. 
lot of vignettes for a lot of fucking vignettes for um all elite. <sighs> yeah, I, I was trying to because we got a tag team match. Dude, not a tag team. What happened? Dude, you know that's you know that water I've been drinking, Liquid Death. Yeah, Se- they just had a partnership with Seven Eleven. Breaking news: Liquid Death Mountain Water, my my current favorite kind of water. It's in a can. And it has skulls is it actual? It. Is it actual water or is yes. it anything? No, it's water, dude. Does it? Is there any flavor? Or it's just like regular it's just water. Regular mountain mountain water. Straight in from, a can. Yes, and you, dude. Okay, if you drink, uh, sorry to interrupt your sorry to interrupt the rest of your segment. But if y'all ever drink water in a plastic in a plastic bottle, and when you drink water in a can. Like I said, when you start drinking water in a can, you're going to notice a huge difference between plastic and can. You, you already, you know, you know, just like how the difference between when you're drinking out of a glass versus a plastic bottle. Yeah. It's literally like that. Especially if you have it ice cold. Like, really ice cold? Fuck. Dude, that shit will be, that shit is awesome. That's why the, the as a, as a Liquid Death Country Club member, since... Um, pre- since 2019 BC, aka before COVID, yeah. So they just announced that I think that wow, four days ago. Wow, I'm barely finding that right now. So yeah, so that's your breaking news. And if people at my job seen me drink this water because I order it every month. So I do a twelve pa- a twelve pack for fifteen bucks. That's not bad. Of canned water. And they're tall boys too, so seventeen ounces. Fucking people there, you just fucking hipster, this guy. I'm not a hip. Fucking can of water. Canned water. No, no, you you wanna know if I was really a hipster? What? I'd be drinking that Voss glass water, the one that costs like six dollars. Or Fiji water. Uh, if I was a hipster, I'd be drinking Fiji water or Voss. Or smart water. Or, yeah, I would drink smart water when, I would drink smart water when it's cold. I can't drink it when it's room temperature or hot, dude. It tastes disgusting. It tastes like piss, but that's just me. But I'm letting y'all know, if y'all see me drink Liquid Death, apparently now they have it at 7-Eleven for, do- for $2 a can, which is about average. After the uh, breaking news, After we had a vignette between uh, the best friends and Orange Cassidy. Well, Orange Cassidy's going to wrestle number 10. Very King Footless. King Foot Lettuce. And I don't know if it's your interruption, Jimmy. It's saying that uh, the best friends are nothing but uh, trash uh, trash can wrestlers. No, they have no style or, or technique, blah, blah, blah. And the first time ever, Orange Cassie took the mic and called FTR. Are you waiting for it? Victory roll it. No, bunch of weenies. Oh, yeah, he called them wieners. And, and it was a match between Orange Cassie and... Yeah, I actually did find that match very entertaining. It was very entertaining. It was very like a very fun match. You know, you see the Dark Order doing uh, the best friends um, bit. You know, the whole you know hugs and the, the camera zooms in and out. Yeah, it was pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty much showing that oh, oh, the best friends are not just best friends, also good wrestlers. After that, we saw the return of. Oh, Dr. Baker. Britt Baker, a.k.a. a.k.a. Oh, I sleep. 
uh, abusing some black chick, like... Apparently on AEW Dark, they call her Brandy Rhodes' little sister. Who's, who has a 0 and 7 record. Yes, because in Dark, she gets her ass whipped a lot. She's the, the kind of enhancement. It was pretty much a very, you know, you know, I guess, just a warm-up match. After the match was over, Brooke did the, her, her, her lockjaw. Yeah, she did. To show her aggression. Show her aggression. Beat the aggression. After that match was over, they're hyped up, or hyping up the, the anniversary of Jericho with, yes. um, with the tag team match between Chris Jericho and Jake Hagar versus the Chaos, the Chaos Project. Not just even that match. We seen the fuck the world championship belt that's being defended. Surprise, surprise! Against the new uh, wrestler that um, only hired, he's challenging uh, um, Cage for the title belt. Pretty cool, eh? Yes. Now that now the F uh, fuck the world title belt actually means something. It's not just a prop. Uh, very very smart thinking, Cody. Not Cody. Yeah, Cody and Khan. Oh yeah, that's actually making the world champion mean something. Ah. Uh, after that, some jobber was um, berating a referee, trying to uh, guilt trip the referee. Like, dude, I know you do. Why, why, why do you think I, I gave up? And the ref is like, dude, you fucking uh, blacked out. Of course, of course, you're gonna, of course, gonna fucking call the match. And some jobber said, I didn't like what you said. I'm gonna have my boys beat you up. Eddie Kingston uh, said that. Just an yeah. FYI. Yeah, that's why I said the jobber. And I don't know, we suck. You're just mad because Matt Cordova is gone. You're just mad. Stay mad. Yeah, his contract expired this morning. Oof. Yep, and he didn't bother to renew it. And out of nowhere, we saw John Moxley with a bat. Barbed style. I guess he stole from uh, Mankind. Or... Yeah, he stole from Mick Foley. And out of nowhere, and, um, this jobber say, I know who's going to challenge. It's not me, it's not, uh, uh, the Lucha Bros, it's the fucking Butcher Buffet! But no blade. No blades, right? Doesn't it mean he got bigger and, and more hairier? Hairier or than the else. Uh, it's a mustache. Yeah, I think it's mu- yeah, I think all his hair wants is a mustache. It was a, it was a very, you know, typical Moxley match. And you wanna know what's sad? The, you know, wanna know what's sad? How everybody said, like, how me and you were saying it's a typical Moxley, Moxley match? That's because Moxley hasn't changed up his style since he went to Japan. Every, when he Maybe goes to that's Japan, very, it's... When he goes to Japan, he changes his style up. But when mm-hmm. he comes to the States, he's like, no, nah, I'm just gonna wrestle like Dean Ambrose. Which is sad. Mm-hmm. Very, very hot impact. Both guys were just well, well apart. It was, it was very, very, um, Brass tass, you know, hit the tails match. And you see, uh, some jobber just, uh, wilting over how the, uh, the butcher's game beat up. Uh, let's say he was, um, about to throw the towel and set several points of the match, but he didn't. AKA, oh yeah, we're gonna copy what WWE did on Sunday. Yep. I, this is the thing that fucking pisses me off, like, stop copying each other! Stop it! After, oh yeah, I forgot the match was for the title belt. Yes. And, you know, and a surprise, actually, Butcher got an opportunity. Yeah. Right, right. And, and, you know, you know, the obvious person won the match, right? Clearly Moxley. 
Moxley and and Mr. Uh, Jabroni got pissy through a fizzy he fit. He destroyed the barricade, and I think the Lucha Bros were trying to calm him down, but then then stop Mr. Hasty Fit throwing a hissy fit. Because how dare you beat my boys? And try to guilt trip the river fit. Pretty much anything who's Moxley gonna wrestle next Wednesday? Because on the fourteenth, um Pimhawk is clear and he's gonna wrestle for that title belt. All the good times. Happy days were here again, baby. <sighs> Oof. Okay. Now let's talk about NXT. Are you ready for NXT, Andrew? Yes, I am. NXT was your go-home show. Yeah. I know most people are like, let's go home show. Because yeah, the paper is this Monday. Over... I thought it was on the 7th. No, it's the Sunday. And after this match, we had, uh, the beginning of the match was a, a Shotzi Blackheart game, a victory roll-up over Dakota Kai. Fucking, fucking Vince. Fucking Vince. 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 Vince came. victory roll-ups, bro. <laughs> it, it, the match started okay, but ended with a victory roll-up. God damn it. And also, who's dressing, um, fucking, uh, 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 the, the tall chick with wing red. Raquel? Yeah, who's dressing her? I don't know. Ugh. And also those high heel boots do not make her look any say, taller. How are you gonna make her taller? She's already tall. <laughs> and also the cause of the victory roll up was, uh, Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Vic Saturday! Interfered. They interfered by attack, uh, Raquel. Causing the, causing the whole victory roll up Vince McMahon style over the, the color Kai. Pretty much that these two, Raquel and, uh, her name is on top of my head. Who? Uh, the person who caused the, the victory roll up. Shazzy Blackheart? No, not, a blonde chick. Ray Ripley? Yeah, Ray Ripley, thank you, Andrew. Thank you. You're welcome. Because, See, Tell I'm me so more. glad, see, I'm, aren't you glad you're not doing this podcast by yourself? Well, because, the, the sad thing about, uh, 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 Ripley is because she's coming more, more unnoticeable. She's putting all these piercings and makeup and tattoos to the point that- Oh, I would say maybe they're getting ready for the roster. But to the point that I forget how you look, you look more- uh, I say maybe they're getting her ready for the main roster. Yeah. That's probably what it is. They want to change up her look before she goes. Yeah, yeah. I guess I guess she's a, a sick and tired of being called a a Charlotte clone. Or Pete Dunne's Pete Dunne's twin sister. After that match, we we saw the return of Cameron Grimes. I'm going to the moon. Cameron Grimes having the Cameron Grimes stepstone invitation of who's going to the moon, and who and guess who answered the call against Corey Grimes. Uh, Damien Priest. No, Rich Holland. Who? <laughs> the the British guy, the guy who played um Rigby, Rob uh, Rigby. Uh, yeah, the British guy from the UK. Oh, you mean the one with the little nightstick? The guy flat nuts. No, that's what I'm saying. The guy with the little nightstick. Yeah, uh, like he savagely, yeah, he savagely beat uh Cameron Grimes very viciously. 
after that, we saw another vignette about some guy returning back to NXT. Ooh. Many people are saying it's a Bo Dallas. Ooh. Or is it, is it Ember Moon as the wild card? Ah. Who knows? Who knows? Except the Muffin Man. Yeah. And also we have another vignette about um, Fish, about his long road from working in the Indies getting paid 20 bucks. Something that Eddie, whatever his last name is, wants to be. Being a little, a big fish in a little pond, getting paid 20 bucks in a handshake. After, after that vignette, we have another vignette of Kashida. Kashida becoming a vigilante. He's tired of Velveteen shit. He's tired of Velveteen being a creepo. After, after that vignette, can have uh, a match between uh, Kushida and uh, Awesome Theory. Awesome Theory, uh, um, what was this fucker's name? Who? Like, uh, the guy who was on the cruiserweight, you know, all muscle. Uh, Tony Nese? Yeah, Tony Nese, thank you. And pretty much, uh, Kushida just broke, uh, uh, uh Tony Nese's arm. He did the hoverboard. He did all these, you know, moves just trying to dislocate the arm. That has, has a kill instinct to end, end Velveteen Dream's reign. And I don't know where Velveteen said, like, oh, oh, Kishida, you're, you know, you're good, but you're not Velveteen Dream good. Cause Velveteen Dream does his best when the spotlight's the brightest. AKA, I'll see you at Takeover. Whoop, whoop. After the match was over, uh, Cameron and, you know, uh, Wilson and Hollering, uh, looking for, uh, William Regal's office. And guess who Corey Grimes encounters? Guess who? Dexter Loomis, my boy. Our boy. He's just standing there, menacingly, and Corey, and, and, and Grimes just called him a freak. You're a freak, man. Yeah, he said so nothing. Assume, so I'm assuming Dexter Lumis is almost 100%? Yeah, 100%. He's gonna, after, after the takeover, you'll he, he, be back in full force. Oh, shit. Everybody run. As long as he doesn't do no flips. Oh, yeah. With the obvious edit. Yes. We saw Adam Cole coming in the ring, uh, you know, hyping up the match with Tyler Lady um, and Cupcoy, Finn Balor. With O'Reilly and Finn Balor. Cupcoy. He's saying that, uh, saying that, uh, people in the locker room say the Undisputed Era lost its touch. You know, people saying that we're holding Ryo back. And, and the one of the, the guys who's speaking the loudest is Austin Theory. Saying that, that uh, O'Reilly's not the, the big guy, he's not the star of of NXT. He's not the future, but Austin Theory. You know, the match was pretty much, let's beat up Austin Theory. Just like Lana. Oh, I know that, yeah, that's pretty much it. Like when I, like when I seen the Adam Cole match, I was watching bits and pieces, cause like I said, I was watching, I'll tell you what I was watching afterwards. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was watching bits and pieces of that match, and I was thinking, like Adam Cole, you could literally, literally wipe the floor with him if you want to. Like, you can literally go full-on indie, indie wrestler on him. Mm-hmm. I guess not. That's, yeah, that's why it's pretty much a, let's punish, uh, um, all. Yeah, let's just be yeah, the yeah. Austin Theory. After that, we, we saw the, the contract signing between, uh, all, 
Anthony Bowler. Both sides were caught in several. That whole O'Reilly always wanted to fight Finn Balor, but Finn Balor, you know, dodging him. <laughs> A.K.A. you're on main roster. I ain't going over there. And both guys being civil. And Finn Balor asked a, a very proper question, like, is is O'Reilly going to come out on Sunday as a man, or is he going to come out with his boys? And he said, and Fish said, like, all oh, the boys are not coming out. You know, we've all hands on that. It's going to be you and me for who's going to be the best. And also, uh, Ofishi wants uh, to fight, but the, the prince that was from Japan, the guy that he wanted to wrestle, but into the main roster. After, after that match was over, we have the mixed match tag team. That's the main event. Uh, the Garganos versus Damien Priest and Io Shirai. Yeah, I low-key skipped that match. I was like, I was like, okay, time to skip. Yeah, I, 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 Io Shirai could make a good Power Ranger villain. Because she's that good as a character wrestler. It, it was a, a you know, generic, you know, mixed match tag team match. The heels doing heel stuff. The good guys doing good stuff. The only good, the good part is that Io Shirai climbed on top Damien Priest's back and jumped off the back. Nice. She, she did it okay. She didn't break anybody. Because you never to the sky. Fucking best Felix. And the match was over because, you know, the bad guys win. They, they beat up the good guys a little bit, and they they, they pose with the title belts. See, Fade to black. So, Andrew, what you thought about the show? Uh, it was a pretty average takeover. At least they an average uh, go home takeover. Yeah, it was an average go home show for takeover. They, you know, they didn't water it down, or they didn't you know hype it up. They didn't they didn't overhype it, but yet they didn't underbook it as well. It was like straight up in the middle. Like, okay, the takeover, the hot shooting. Yeah, versus all the league, which is like, okay, we're gonna sell this Jericho. We're gonna sell this whole thirty year anniversary. Okay, here's already here's already two matches. So versus, oh yeah, there's one in two weeks, which is a championship match, which we're only selling that so far. Which I'm like, and I love how they said, oh yeah, like oh yeah, we're gonna talk about full gear and oh yeah, we got major matches for that. I was like. No, you don't. You literally still have like a month away, fool. <laughs> like I was like, what the fuck, AEW? Don't do that shit ahead of time. I, I guess it's the whole long booking style, though. I guess, but the only one that would be long booking would be would be Hangman and Omega. That would probably be the only match that would be booked on that show. That's if 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 Hangman up. That's just a challenge match. Yeah, and maybe and maybe Cody and Mr. Brody Lee. That's about it with long booking. But see anywhere else. Overall, I think I might after after what you just read to me and what I see in bits pieces. I I think NXT won this week. Uh, you know, the, the, it began really hot for you know NXT. Did did a lot of shitty calls with the victory roll ups. Yeah, that was I think that was major majorly the downfall. And I kind of like to try and make O'Reilly the the underdog against Finn, the established Finn Balor. I think the whole Gargano and the Gargano storyline, nobody really cares about that. Oh, yeah, it was a match between uh, the Chinese chick and the Filipino chick. I guess they try to make her a heel, but they can't. No, sh- no, sh- no Shotzi's too much of a... She's too much of a baby face, man. No, no, the, the other chick. Oh, Dakota? With the, with the green contact eyes. You know? I the one with the dreads. Oh, you mean, uh, yeah. Uh, Carter, yeah, I think? Yeah, Carter, and uh, she was uh, wrestling, uh, the Chinese chick. 
Yeah, yeah I, I guess I guess they're trying to make her heal, but they can't. Because if you catch my drift. Huh? If you catch my drift. Because they don't want, they don't want her walking in NXT wearing a full Mao uniform and uh, waving the Chinese flag. Exactly. Like that, like her, like her costume this week, I was like, bro, like you look like Mulan. You, you don't want her to uh, wear the communist cap and her spouting uh, communist propaganda. And we need, we need an old American woman to beat uh, this communist scum. Who's gonna ask her to call that? That American Ninja Warrior chick. Woo-hoo. For NXT, it was a, for me, it was a you know a very generic uh, go home show match. Yeah, but at least they actually sold the pay per view. P- pretty much some uh, over. I think over promising the main event. A little bit over promising. Well, while well, Elite, Elite oh, came out hot. Oh shit! I'll be back. The match came out very hot. And they didn't really stop. There was no, um, um, like, you know, slow breaks or harsh stops. It was very action-y. Rolly was probably the code segment. Uh, fucking Andrew. I'm back. Nah, dude, I didn't know my little sister went to bed. I told her that, told her to text me, but... No, it's not that. It's just that, like, oh, when I mentioned Cody, he's like, oh, Cody. Uh, I was talking about the, the good thing is about All Elite. The All Elite was pretty much all action. But the the the, the sinking the sinking ship was the the Cody segment and and, Bro, and Brody Lee stuff and also Brandy Rose and and the, the Queen Slaya doing shenanigans. And I actually kind of like that all these other wrestlers in their locker room to continue the story with uh, Dexter actually having wrestle on live TV. Yep. It's more than just some forgotten wrestler that WWE forgot. I forgot. And I think the show was pretty great. Start off hot and kept the momentum going. While well, NXT was um, a very average uh, lead up to the pay-per-view. And also I do understand that NXT, mostly half of the wrestlers are, are maybe about the COVID. Yeah. Understandable. Yeah, I'm not gonna duck points on NXT, zombies. Points on this man, Triple H, fucking slop shop. So, for this win, my edge, all lead. Yeah, I give all lead the edge. Because it, it was pretty much, all lead was all about, it was hot and it never stopped. And that's the Wednesday Cold War. Andrew. 